This is Coasting, the theme park podcast from Nerd OD. On today's show, we look at the new world record breaking Wonder Woman coaster, Disney's new Genie Plus, Icon Park in Orlando show off their new attractions, and we have a special quiz to test your theme park knowledge. Hello and welcome to Coasting, the podcast all about theme parks, rides and attractions around the world from Nerd OD. We are your roller hosts, Reg and Dan. And as always, we kick off the show by getting on track with the latest news. So first up, we have some wonderful news. Ah. So, I know, that was a shocking, shocking joke. Um, but Six Flags have just announced the world's tallest and longest single rail roller coaster uh, to go inside one of their parks, which has the... Uh, I mean, I think Six Flags now have the most amount of world records for theme park attractions. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's, there's lots of, theme- of Six Flags parks worldwide, and every single one I hear about... Do you know, it, it's either... In terms of singular parks, it's either Cedar Point that has the world record breaking ones or it's Six Flags. So this is Six Flags Magic Mountain, right, which is in California? It is indeed. Mm. And, um, and yeah, obviously they've got the, the, the DC license, so there are lots of um, DC superhero coasters like the, the Superman Man of Steel ride and things like that, the Green Lantern ride. Um, but this looks, I mean, it looks amazing. And... When I first read the, the the header, so it's an RMC Raptor coaster, which is the big thing about it is it's a single rail coaster. And yep. I just read the headline saying, you know, well, it's world record breaking, tallest and fastest. And then I watched the video and I was like, wow, yeah, this does look pretty tall and looks pretty fast. Um, so even without considering the single rail, it looks pretty huge and pretty awesome. But then when you bring the single rail thing into the equation, I sort of personally, I went through sort of two two thoughts and I was, at first i was like what what difference does that single rail make to the experience does it really sort of you know does it make it better what's the point um and then the more i watched the video and the more i sort of saw the the maneuvers that they can make the the car do purely because it's on this single rail that can twist and turn and and whatnot actually I, i'm surprised this isn't more common um, yeah because, I mean, essentially, they've just taken the track and turned it vertically, right? So the car still has its four wheels, you know, on either side holding onto the track. Mm-hmm. So it's proper got a, a clasp on the track. Um, so, yeah, it's just a, another way of doing things. And I wouldn't be surprised if this sort of became a lot, a lot, a lot more common um, because that's, it looks amazing. I don't, I don't know. If, I'm sure there are lots of them, but I don't know another one like this. You know, I've been on things like, I don't know, the stupid little kids roller coasters that just run on a single rail. And it's like, yeah, great. But this is a proper, proper, I mean, 58 mile an hour, 131 foot, 87 degree first drop. And it's three and a half kilometers long. Yeah, it's it's insane. So, I mean, the only one that you can reference it to is the um, the one that they've got in their great adventure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Parker, the, Jersey, the, the, Jersey the Jersey Devil. Devil. So it's going to be, if you've been on that, it's going to be very similar to that, but just a, a bit bigger, <laughs> basically. Um, mm. But it just, it looks incredible. And obviously having the Wonder Woman theme and us being sort of comic book nerds and whatnot, always adds in that little bit more to it. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the whole idea of the ride is amazing. The only thing that I can reference it to myself, probably remember Velocity, uh, um, Flamingo uh, Flamingo Land, where you go on the, the, the motorbike. Is probably uh, yes. that because that was only single file for us, wasn't it? So yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, 
So I yeah. imagine it that's it's going to be a, like a, a extremely better version. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flam- Flamingo Land in the UK, it's, it's a nice little park, and it does it it you know it does its unique coasters well, um, but not groundbreaking. But you know no. things that some of the other UK parks haven't got. Let's say, but I mean it's Magic Mountain. It just it's it's one of those bucket list parks. It's got. Up until the, the 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 opening of this, there are nineteen roller coasters. So this is going to be its twentieth coaster. And it's granted, just insane, isn't it? I, absolutely. I mean, granted, there are a few of those you know coasters that are smaller ones. You know, they are sort of junior, maybe family coasters. But I mean, the vast majority of them are huge, massive, hulking, just amazing coasters that just. I mean, I went to um, to Thorpe Park recently. And um, there's a video coming out soon. I'm just finishing editing. But we, we thought, let's challenge ourselves to go on every single ride in the park in alphabetical order. And we we looked at it, and there are 26 rides, 26 rides total. Four or five of those are roller coasters. This is 20 rides, even without count, you know, without even going into the, the list of, of all the, you know, the little flat rides. And I mean, there's plenty of other non-roller coaster attractions that are, you know, well, well, well worth going to. Uh, at that park i don't know how you would do it in a day though like how could you choose no chance (laughs) insane like you go in you go in the summer you're getting on four or five rides you're gonna really have to pick and choose which rides you're you're going on when you go there yeah i just like you said it's it's 100 percent one of those that i genuinely want uh, i need to go to not want you need to get there Mm mm-hmm it just seems like it's the ideal dream, like vacation. That that's easily a, a, a two to three, probably a three day trip, to squeeze in everything you want to do. I think you'd have to, yeah. Which It'd be very tricky to have do at all. <laughs> no, fair enough. All right, well maybe maybe twenty twenty three, twenty twenty two. Seems optimistic at this point, but coasting trip twenty twenty three. Woohoo! So yeah, so just to formalise that, summer 2022 yes. is when the Wonder Woman comes out. The flight of courage, mm, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I like when they just dump a, a, an IP onto a ride and it's barely got anything to do with the actual characters. <laughs> you know, yeah. some of the world's best rides are IP. Right? Oh, yeah, we talked a lot about IP stuff last week, but like um, the Spider-Man ride, you know, re- constantly that comes out in the top three you know if maybe five of rides worldwide but that could not be anything but a spider-man ride but then you've got stuff like this which is just like it's wonder woman because they've they've painted yeah, it red and yellow <laughs> and they've and they've put a big wonder woman logo on it but i don't care i just want to go on a, on a amazing looking roller coaster mm-hmm. mm. well i mean you might not be able to see it from the next attraction i want to talk about okay. um, but while we're talking about world records um, that, that coming through, I can park in Orlando. Um, this is... is this is the Two Swords area, right? So this is where you've got Madame Two, Two Swords and Sea Life and the Orlando Eye or whatever they're calling it now. It is indeed. Okay. Yes. So it used to be for people who've been to Florida for many years, it used to be the Mercado, which was um like this weird little Mexican shopping village, Mexican themed shopping village. Uh, it had a, a supermarket and a load of little. Mexican themed shops. It was, it, it, I mean, I remember going there and it was dead. So I'm not surprised they bulldozed it and built something better. <laughs> <laughs> That's just insane. I couldn't imagine yeah. that after seeing Icon. It was crazy. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I, I've not 
been since Icon Park opened. It's been that long since I've managed to get to Florida, unfortunately. Mm. Well, while it's been opened up, it's got a few rides there, like the, the normal like slingshot type attractions and that sort yeah. of stuff. And it's got um, one of those spinning uh, the uh, chair swings, hasn't it, where it goes right the way up the top of a humongous four-mile tower. Right? So this is what I want to talk about now. Um, it's not opening up until December, mm. um, but they are literally adding... Um, that type of attraction oh, okay. on, on top of this 430 foot free fall right so you go up actually around and you've added the wind dancer it's okay. called so you actually go around the top of this attraction um as you're spinning around and it is a free fall but you literally genuinely go 430 foot up to the top of this thing and you can spin get um a proper it's going to tilt forward and you get a 30 degrees uh view Overall, like, does it drops down to that much and then drops 400 foot at 75 mile an hour? Right. So, this um, is like, um, Dr. Doom Tower Fall, yeah, or the well, the one at Bush Gardens is closer because that tilts oh, forward, yeah, because that tilts it? forward as well, doesn't yeah. it? Sorry, um, but they've they've stated that when you're actually on top of this thing, you on a clear day, you'll be able to see like all of like Orlando, Florida, so you'll be able to see uh, all of the Magic Kingdom and Disney, you'll be able to see Universal, you'll be able to see the, the full shebang where you're actually at the top of this ride, which is just insane. Like, I know when we went to, to Universal, we were staying at the Enclave just off International Drive. Yeah, so not um, far from this. So when we were actually at, at Universal, we went on Doctor Doom Tower Fall and we're like, oh, look, there's the Enclave, ah! as we fell down, but you could actually see it there but mm. you couldn't obviously see the likes of disney and stuff whereas this this particular ride which you'll never yeah. get me on just thrown it out there <laughs> like the, uh, yeah i don't the, know the um the the chair swing is already there it's yeah the, so your chair swings there and it's terrifying the, yeah so it's the drop it is the drop tower so, yeah and this, this is and there's going to be a slingshot which is you know one of those where you get pulled back and just on it on giant bungee ropes and then let go um i i think i would go on i've been on those chair swings those gigantic chair swings and was terrified up until the moment i got on it and got up there and i was like ah this is fine i like this so i think i'd enjoy that the yeah, drop where, tower where was it we went to where you flamingo land <laughs> was that the flamingo land <laughs> one yeah Land, yeah <laughs> but, but there was one in um tivoli gardens in copenhagen as well um, and it was great just seeing the entire city from the top of that. That was the only draw. Is like, I've got to go on it. I've got, I want to see everything. It's just, it really there's, like, I, I, you know, bungee jump, dying to parachute jump, so much stuff I want to do. But <laughs> Something just, where you're not attached to anything. You're but, fine with. But the yeah, <laughs> but just two little flimsy chains yeah. on a plastic chair or like a metal chair doesn't fill me full of confidence going no. around, especially when the wind can pick up massive like that. And like it just, it did not look safe. The Flamingo Land one. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is safe because it's been there for years. Yep. And no instance. And I know the one in Orlando and stuff is absolutely fine. But like that, like the the drop rides, I don't mind as much. They're not my favourite. No. Um, but going on like the Doctor Doom Tower Fall, I think because it was in Universal, I really want to do it. But because the rides in America are so much more comfortable than the rides over here in the UK, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's just like sitting on your couch, but having a 400 foot drop. Yeah, so I, I remember we were at the, the biggest drop tower we've we've been on was um at, well I say we you didn't go on it this is the point was at Port Aventura, um and it's Hurricane Condor which yeah is I mean it's massive I'd never seen any drop ride of that scale 
ever before. Um, and I think they updated it last time, so the seats tilted forward as well, if I remember right. But, yes, um, but you was wouldn't go on it. Yeah, no, you, but you explain refused. the reasons you're, you're, you're why. Better I, off did. Yeah, the reason I didn't go on it though <laughs> is because me and one of the guys that we went on holiday with were nailing like. Um, what they called yes, yards, that, yeah, yard, yeah. yards of like Corona and and Heineken. So yeah. I went on the majority of the rides, but a rider is just literally like, "Hey, your stomach's going to be in your throat for like thirty seconds." Yeah. After like eight yards of air, I was like, "That's probably best not to happen." Well, your good lady so, wife was fine, and she was drinking just as much as you. Just saying. <laughs> nah, not having it. No, fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah yeah. so that one's opening up in december okay Um, so yeah if you are in in orlando and you you don't want to go to one of the big theme parks have a little look around icon park because these are pay per attraction they are yeah so i'm sure there'll be some sort of deal ticket you can get but um if you just want to go on that one ride then yeah go for it oh Um, dan you and your beautiful segues speaking of pay per attractions okay disney's genie (laughs) plus she got had well let loose this week i suppose is the best way the to put it genie got let out of the mobile phone out of the mobile phone in mm-hmm. lamp um yeah. so yeah so this is now efficiently effectively live in disney world in florida but it's right. not in any of the other parks as of yet so it's still not happening around there just yet things the test week so to speak in um in disney world so this is their new fast pass system what they call um you might have seen if you've been um going to disney world recently you might have seen the lightning lanes which have been opened up yeah okay i'd heard about these so these are basically just like your fast pass lanes however you have to pay for your fast pass now um which is where all the kickoff originally came from which is old news now because obviously you know this has been announced for quite a while um but basically they've removed the free fast pass which you used your magic bands with when you stayed on site or when you booked your holiday you could do it a certain time in advance um they've now swapped that over to this genie plus okay so if you have your your genie um app on the day of your visit at 7 a.m in the morning you can uh, if you as long as you've got a valid park entry ticket you can then choose the normal two to three rides that you can use your lightning lane for right okay. okay however there are also a few rides that you can do that with but you have to pay in order to do it so your normal uh genie uh your genie plus where you can use for your fast pass is 15 dollars, right and that gets you across all the lightning lanes you've got access to apart from a set few individual ones right so these are the big ticket items for each individual park so the likes of your Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, mm. you still don't get access to that with your right. Genie Plus. You have to pay an additional $15 if you want to use the Lightning Lane on that. Okay? <laughs> so seems steep. However, as it was announced, like yesterday was their, their first launch day of it. Right. Um, and I was reading all over Twitter um, as it's coming through people's opinions that had it and kicking off about the ones that didn't. So Rise of Resistance had a three and a half hour wait time just in the bog standard standby queue. Right. This lady had the 60 second wait. On the uh, the, the Genie Plus. On the Genie Lightning Plus. Lane. She paid $15. She was solo tripping. So this $15 is for 
one person. If you and your bet half went, it'll be thirty dollars. Right. So fifteen dollars gets the gets the standard, which is some of the more normal rides. Yes. So then, what's the upsell? What's what's the one-off charge to use? Um, to use it on something like Rise of the Resistance. So, so this, so that's what I'm saying. So, fifteen dollars is your normal generic. Yeah, one you get on. Everything is now individually ticketed, so not everything's the same price, which is where it gets a bit weird. Okay. So, Rise of the Resistance, fifteen dollars. The Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway one, which is eight dollars. Mm. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, which has just opened as well, yeah. nine dollars. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, ten dollars. Uh, Avatar Flight of Passage is $11, and Frozen Ever After, $9, Space Mountain, 7 and Exhibition Everest is 7 So okay. those are the ones that you have to pay for. Okay. Right, so there's not many. So there's not many, but it, it's... It's the, it's the best ones yeah. in each sort of park, right? However, if, you, if you're literally desperate to go on the likes of Remy's Ratatouille Adventure anyway... The queues aren't massive anymore for that. For the first week of Ratatouille, Ratatouille Adventure, it yeah. had the biggest queue. Even when Rise of the Resistance was open up for standby, right. the queue time for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure was insane. After the first week, it's dropped, and you now don't even need to fast pass it now. Okay. Or, or before, obviously, GD Plus came. You could literally just walk straight through on the standby queue. Maximum, like, 25 minutes at a busy time. So while they've gone, yeah, we'll charge for that nine dollars for that. Well, well is, it's is it's a new ride, ready. and they think they think they need to, and they'll remove it at some point if they find yeah. that people aren't buying it. I'm sure that's the beauty of this. They can. Well, I mean, I don't think anything about this is has beauty. <laughs> I hate I hate the pay to pay to ride aspect of it. When I grew I mean, up on going to theme parks, that you you just you'd go up to the machine, put your ticket in. Um, and it would spit you out a time ticket, and you'd come back like an hour later and go in in your slot, and it was it was great. Yeah, don't get me wrong; like you, you're also now missing out on part of the buzz. Also, I suppose it helps with the stress. Um, but like when I when I planned our Disney honeymoon mm. for like months in advance, I was I was literally had all the the park maps up, and I was like, right, get there to this, this to that, and you're planning everything around it. Whereas this, you have to literally use your Genie Plus 7 a.m. on the first day you visit if you're on site. And if you're not on site, it's literally the, the first day of your park. So you have to have right. a park. So if you're in Magic Kingdom, for example, sake, on mm-hmm. Monday, you can't purchase a Rise of Resistance um, one unless Until you have the a park hop. Right. Yeah. So okay. unless you're in, the, uh, in that park, you can't. You genuinely can't buy it. So that'll help with the queues in that aspect as well. So it's not all going to be crazy um in terms of that and yeah while i get it i I get the people's hatred towards it i genuinely do the normal genie one which is 15 dollars anyway it isn't bad for getting the lightning lanes for for everything like when we go to you know the likes of thorpe park or the Mm. alton towers if you know it's going to be a busy day you'd be like you know what sometimes don't mind just getting a fast pass so i can go on set rides and you pay Mm -hmm. five five ten quid to go on well you know, you, you're looking Nemesis at so some of the, the parks that are sort of are local to us in our country generally will run you without a voucher because that's something that's very common over here that you tend to not get in in a in a lot of the american theme parks is you know two for one vouchers so mm. it's normally 50 55 pounds but if you're going with someone else or you find someone in the queue and you use a voucher you're talking like 25 pound to go so paying another 15 pounds then to fast pass on you know 75 percent of the rides it's a big chunk of what you've already paid 
But when you're talking, you know, I mean, it, it's what, 150 plus for a day at Disney, right? And I know no mm. one buys day passes, but, you know, $15 for a day access to, to that on top of what you're paying is a drop in the ocean. You yeah, know, they might as well have just increased the ticket prices and gone here, everyone gets it, but then it sort of loses a bit of exclusivity, I guess. But, um, That's it. But I'm sure tour operators will just go, here it is, it's included. Like, you know, whenever you buy a holiday through for, for Florida through someone like Virgin Holidays, they're always like, oh, you get your memory maker for free and you get your, you know, your meal pass and all this sort of stuff. They just wrap it up in the price to make it sound better. Yeah. You know, but you, you ultimately you're paying for it. You're not getting it free. It's just in there. So that's that. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Um, and then you just have the option of going. I mean, what you really need is to be able to get up to Rise of the Resistance and go, oh, it's a three-hour queue, all right, fine, and then buy there on the spot a $15 bypass for the queue. Yeah, that would be great. But, but no, I know it's not going to work like that. Yeah, the sheer volume of people inside, because that, that's, that's the one that always sells out. Now, they yeah. always announce more at, like, I think it's about 1 o'clock or something. They'll be like, hey, there's more available, you know, if people haven't actually had a chance to get it yet. Um, but every single day since it's happened, it's sold out. Mm. So, like, that's the only one where, like, yeah, we're not doing any more because, you know, people that aren't paying for it still need to get on it, um, which is nice. The fact they're not like, oh, sod it, you know, we'll just keep going with that one. Um, but it's just some of the attractions are the ones that I'm just like, why? Why add that into it? Mm. Now, I know when we were there last, like, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is still, because I'm one of those people that can't resist like a daily look at the the wait times in yeah. Orlando parks, um, <laughs> like I, the 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 queue times for Seven Dwarfs Mine Trains is still like two to three hours on a daily basis, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway my, uh, Railway is is the same. That's like you know yeah. ninety minutes to one hundred twenty minutes. So like them, I get in Flight of Passage, <laughs> which is like before Rise Resistance opened, the one ride that blew yeah, everyone away. Flight so, of Passage was yeah, always insane. That's always going to have the same. All the rest of them. Like, well, like yeah, Everest is that old crazy. now that it's sort of, at least again because I've I've not been for a while, but it was always sort of, um, you know, you could get lucky and it would only be like a twenty minute queue, uh, or it might be it might be a busy day and people go right, that's the one ride I want to go on at you know the one decent ride that's at Animal Kingdom before Avatar opened. So yeah, and it was there a- will be times that's useful, I guess, but yeah, I remember we 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 re rode. We had to come out of the the thing but then go straight back in it again we didn't have to run around and do the queue again mm. it was weird because like hey would you like to go around again and we're like yeah they yeah. used to do that on um, like okay get out and on then dueling dragons get back in again i was like you could you could go what? through the re-ride and go straight back on on the other on fire if you went on fire you could go on ice and vice versa mm. but this was literally just a case of like for them to go you know barrier across barrier yeah. back again right you can sit back in like we literally just stepped to the side we didn't have to queue. We just stepped aside while they went, mm-hmm, all right, get back in. And I was like, what? Nice. But we did that, and it was at night time, yeah. and it was phenomenal. But It feels like they just want to have at least sort of two rides in each park. So regardless of whether there are two rides that would warrant it, yeah. um, they, they've included it, you know. So it yeah. makes, makes sense to me. Um, actually, the whole it, – it makes sense from a financial perspective for Disney and everything. I just – I don't. I don't like this sort of stuff. I like that you you know before you you could you could like reserve your slot on rides a while in advance, right? You yeah, know, that was great, but but now it's it's pay extra for these rides. I don't know. 
starts to starts to get a bit too too much to you know but yeah, we'll see does, I mean, we'll see it, what happens when i go to disney next <laughs> i suppose it, it takes away the stress yeah a lot more than what because like it was great but trying to get you know like a, a, people still now flight a passage and stuff trying to get a, a fast pass for that before obviously this came into to effect yeah. like when i was like i need to get on the mountains and he's got on the mountains and do like the trilogy and trying to like fast pass them at you know, I think it was like half four in the morning when it officially became my time to do. And I remember setting the alarm to like, right, need to book out uh, restaurants and need to do yeah, these yeah, yeah. things. And waking up at half four to to book and even rides. Then you didn't like, get everything, did you? No, like six months in advance. And I'm like, this is insane. It was like mm. amazing, but it was just a weird experience, like yeah. 120 days early trying to book rides in which case you'd go do you know what? i'm happy to spend 15 dollars yeah not exactly that, 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 that's <laughs> I what i mean that. so like this time Fair around enough. i know there's so many rides that have opened since i've been there last that i'm like i'm willing to pay for this yeah okay you know what i mean like i'm i'm happy i'm one of those that be willing the mugs that's willing to do it makes sense i guess <laughs> like i say we'll see what happens when i go to disney next mm. i'll probably eat more words and go yeah i really need to get on star wars <laughs> oh, the, if you if you don't get the first day when if you don't go on on Rise of Resistance, you'll be like, I am I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's still prone to breaking down so much, you can't risk being in that stand down start standby queue, getting to the front and going like, oh, it's broke down, and there's all these people who actually cry. It. Yep, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, but the the one thing that's weird with this is people with the Genie Plus um, app at the minute. I've seen quite a, a quite a bit of kickoff because obviously it's got a few glitches in it um, at the moment. Like it's not working efficiently on older sort of smartphones. So you know, like the people are saying at the minute with like an iPhone eight or an iPhone ten that are having issues mm-hmm. um, with it at the moment, and like the the Samsung Galaxy like twenty, I think it is, or the one before twenty. Um, they're they're having issues where their their passes aren't showing up even though they pay for it. So they've gone to, you know, like guest services and they're not getting refunded for it. What they're getting is, oh, we'll try again tomorrow. If that doesn't work, we can give you a, um, a gift pa- a gift card. So people are booting off because they paid money yeah. to obviously fast pass, can't fast pass and then can't get the money back. They just get like a gift card the next day if it's wow. still not showing up stuff. Jeez. So there's a few things to iron out, but once it does, I think it's a great addition. Well, uh, I I don't entirely disagree, but I do slightly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> adding more money onto stuff is always like when yeah. it used to be free. It's a, a kick in the teeth. Yeah. Um, especially if there's they're getting rid. Of, I mean, we're we're going to do Disney parks at some point, so I won't go too much into it. But you're getting rid of all the perks for staying on site, and this mm. is this is a huge one of them, really. So, yeah, it's it's annoying. Right, that was the moment I've been dreading. Then, right, Reg? I don't think you've been dreading this, mate. I think you're going <laughs> to nail it. <laughs> So, so you brought this up on, on episode one that at some point you're going to be testing my theme park knowledge. Mm. Okay. So what, what, what I've decided I'm going to do right, is I've only got five questions because I know mm-hmm. how much we like to talk in the news segment compared to <laughs> how much time we usually have. Okay. So I thought I'd keep it short. But yeah. for every answer you get wrong, I'm going to add another question into a show at some point. Okay, right, so, right, 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 right. I'm hoping this is going to be a quite a fun regular feature then. <laughs> um, and I'm going to call this segment Do Q Now. Do Q Now. Yeah. Do Q Now. That was the best you could come up with. That was the best pun on cue. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I was gonna was gonna call you call it something like test track, but then you mentioned it earlier on in the quiz and the um in the. I prefer test track, right? And I was like, I prefer Q and A. Q and A. Q and A is rubbish. Okay. okay. <laughs> but do Q know? Okay. That's a great point. I'm happy to keep it as that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So, I'll I'll try and find a fun theme tune to add into this at some okay, point. Okay. Excellent. And then I'll send uh, you to edit. Yes. <laughs> and everyone play along at home. Yeah. So everyone get your uh, get your pens at the ready. I'm going to ask the questions first, and then I'll give you the answers at the end. Oh, so you're going to ask all five questions? I'm going to. I'm going to ask all five questions, just so that people can play along and have a think, okay. and then I'll do the answers at the end. Okay. Okay. So, question number one: What is the world's oldest theme park? Okay. Question number two. Which ride has the most inversions in the world? Mm. <laughs> you don't have to give a little... <laughs> mm. I do. I do, Dan. One. I'm the host of this quiz. <laughs> I would tell you what I need to do. Okay. Question number three. How many rides, rides are there in all of Disney World in Florida? <laughs> Jeez. So I'm not classing attractions like theatre, yeah, or the shows. Yeah, I mean physical rides. Are there at, at Walt Disney World? At Walt Disney World, across all across four all parks, parks, not water parks, not water parks, just okay. the four parks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the name of the tallest roller coaster in the world? Okay. Hmm. And finally. Where was the first Universal Studios opened? Okay. And I'll even give you a bonus point if you can give me the year. Uh, yeah, that's probably not. That's probably not <laughs> going to happen. Okay, so the uh, the blue pens down, red pens yeah. up, please, peeps. So, question one: What was the world's oldest theme park? What what was? Oh, what is? Sorry. So this is one that one. is still. It's still operational. At the moment, and you can get tickets for. Okay, um, I don't think it's Tivoli Gardens, but that's the oldest one that I know of. So I'm going to say Tivoli Gardens. It's the second oldest theme park yeah. in the world, yeah. after Bakken in okay. Denmark. Ah, oh, not even heard of. The- so there's two. There's two old theme parks in Denmark. There is indeed. Wow, okay. I so I didn't go there. How this annoying. one, um, I, I won't give it its full full thing, but it's a Dreihavensanbacken, uh, commonly referred to as Bakken. It's okay. in uh, Ling- <laughs> yeah, in Lingby uh, commune in Denmark. So it's near uh, Klampenberg. Okay. So quite yeah, that near still doesn't help. Ha- <laughs> um, and it was opened up in 1583. And it's got six big roller coasters. Wow. There you go. All right. Next up on the old hit list, we had... Which ride has the most inversions okay. in the world? Now, which ride or which roller coaster? Because uh, rides, it's impossible because you you could have a spinny ride that goes upside down as many times as the uh, Roller coaster, then. Okay. I apologize. In which case, it's it's still Smiler. 
It's still it, Smiler with 14. It is still the Smiler yeah. with 14, Dan. Yeah. Woo! The crowd went a little bit wild. Okay, so next up. How many rides are there in all of Disney World? <sighs> okay. If you get, if anyone at home gets this dead on, then you, why are you listening to this podcast about theme parks? You know everything there is to know about theme parks already. Unless you're just listening to point out mistakes. And in which case, don't do that. That's not very nice. <laughs> because who, no, one, no one should know this answer. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and work it out. I'm not going to count rides, don't worry. But I would say Magic Kingdom, there's probably... let's say 20 um epcot there's not that many rides i'm gonna say 12 so we're at 32 um mgm slash hollywood studios we're probably probably somewhere in the middle i'm gonna say 16 um and then animal kingdom there's not many at all i'm gonna say Let's go 10. So uh, my guess is 58. You are very close. There's 50 rides in oh, total in I, Disney. I, the I minute you went swear, I was like, Yoko's going to be getting these all right or one video. So so there's, twen- <laughs> there's, there's 23 in Magic Kingdom. Okay. okay there's nine in Epcot. Right, okay. There's, I see. I went I, three over on that. I went 12, didn't I? Yeah. Hollywood Studios, you massively overrecked it. Um, really? There's, there's nine actual oh, rides wait. in Hollywood Studios. I know, right? Wow. You thought there was a lot more than that. But a lot I of them were there's like a lot of shows stunt and, shows yeah. and ah. obviously like makeup shows and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's nine in Animal Kingdom. Okay. I mean, that's crazy that there's that many at Animal Kingdom, but I suppose there's a bunch of flat rides and stuff in the dinosaur part you know dinosaur section and whatever so. uh primeval worlds now have no. like gone the track it's thank gone. goodness oh i love primeval <laughs> world it was awesome. all right i get some credit for that i'm not I, I won't take a point don't worry but i get some credit for being all right i think good about, on that. about primeval world <laughs> no, <laughs> so no, I take credit on that. <laughs> like oh, i should thank that me later down. <laughs> no um Okay, so there's two questions being added to a show, different shows at some point. <laughs> um, okay, so what is the name of the world's tallest roller coaster? Uh, I know this one. I'm pretty sure it's still this ride, but it's King Dakar. It is King Dakar. Yeah. In Six Flags Adventure. Yes, which looks amazing, but yeah, it's quite old now, right? It is. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So it's surprising considering like how many rides again have opened up and how they love to have these like world records. Why they don't just keep on going like hey, because it's now sixteen years old. It opened mm. in like twenty two thousand five or something. And wow. um, so it's it's definitely a, a overdue a, a new ride world beating tightness. It's great. It is crazy that no one else has has done that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Okay. And finally. Where was the first Universal Studios opened up? Okay, I mean this this one is is easy because mm-hmm. it was actually a studios that got turned into a tour, uh, and that's the one in Hollywood because the one in Florida was, I mean, it, well, it's still a TV studio. It was not, you know, built 
as a studio and then turned into a theme park. It was opened as a theme park. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's correct. Can now, you give me the bonus point. So the year it opened. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that it was a lot. I mean, it was before it was an actual theme park. There was still a tour. Like it was a, there was a, a studios tour like back in the twenties or something like that. Um, so it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for that, it was nineteen. I don't know nineteen twenty. Um, if you're looking for when it actually opened as a theme park, I think it had its fiftieth anniversary, like in the last few years. So I'm gonna say sixty-eight. Oh, Dan, you're getting close with these. Sixty-four. Ah, oh, four years ain't that bad. It's not. You still. 100% incorrect, though. <laughs> so, yeah, great. Yeah, if you just want to yeah. throw it out that way instead. Yeah. Um, there's three questions. Mm. So, but Fair not enough. bad. Not bad at all. <clears throat> that was uh, fun. And let us know in the comments how many questions you got right, guys. Yeah. Everyone would be like, oh, I, I got the number of Disney, Disney World rides spot on. And also, you were wrong about all these things. Yeah. Thanks. And if you, if you think... They were quite interesting questions. However, I, I can have do better. better. Yep. Hit me up on my email, which is reg at nerdod.com with your questions, and I'll fire them over at Dan at any point in these, um, in these Sounds podcasts. Sounds good. I'm up for that. And as always, feel free to like, comment, share the love on all our social sites. Yes. Yeah, nerdod on everything apart from uh, Instagram, where we're nerd underscore od. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. don't forget to keep on track on the uh, on the YouTube page, which is going to have all the latest yes. uh, theme park videos. And go back through our library. Watch us go through Flamingo Land and score each individual ride of single reg. <laughs> it's glorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do like rating things out of regs. <laughs> it's always fun. Right. But for this week, I've been Reg. I've been Dan. Thanks for listening. Bye. Toodles. Bye.